Welcome to Fertile Minds Radio. Here you'll find wisdom for your fertility journey and beyond, chosen specifically to help you trust your body and elevate your spirit so you can enjoy the process. Join us and see what a fertile mind feels like. Now your host, Hilary Talbot Rowland. This podcast is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high-quality shows for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go. Hey, how are you today? It's Hillary here, your go-to gal to help you form a plan to reclaim your fertility and create a healthy family for generations to come, all while staying sane along the way. Got another mindful moment for you today to help you combat the stress I know you were bombarded by on your fertility journey. So how are you really today? Are you good? Are you bad? Are you somewhere in between? Are you eh? I hope you're well. And if you aren't feeling like the best version of yourself today, I hope this jam-packed episode is going to change that for you. It's got fillable worksheets, a diagram for those of you that like to see things in print, and a meditation for you so that you can help take this into your body and experience what I'm talking about. This concept that I'm going to be teaching today about creating certainty, the fuel when you're trying to conceive. I'm going to apologize up front because my dog and my cat are in here with me today. They're like hounding me when I close the door. So you may actually hear my insane bangle in the background. You know, I try my best to edit them out, but sometimes it's incessant cleaning. (laughs) He like totally overlooks himself. The vet says he's fine. He's just a little mental. So as a result, his nickname is fatness never clean. I wish I could teach these concepts to him because maybe he wouldn't overclean himself. But if you hear him, I can't stop him. He's on a mission today to make sure that he is shaved on his insides. So the concept today comes from this talk that I did a couple of weeks ago here in town with a little startup um, where I got to teach a meditation and talk about this idea of certainty and momentum and where it comes from. And I realized that it was a super important lesson that I hadn't yet passed on to you, my listeners. And it has to do with how we go about being certain, right? Because so many of you are terrified of certainty. God, you know, even hope is terrible. So, you know, it's like this, don't, don't hope too hard, might, might not happen. And certainty is like the next step in that, right? But certainty in risking the uncomfortable thoughts that your brain will create to try and dissuade you from your certainty are actually the currencies for your dreams of creating a family. And that's what you're going to learn about today. So my mission with you is to be your go-to gal for all things fertility. But really my main mission in life on this planet is to raise the consciousness of every patient, student, listener, friend, family that I come into contact with by raising my own and practicing how I do that on a daily basis because it's leaky. And then it spills over to you guys, to every person I come into contact with. And you ladies, males, if you happen to be tuning in today, my listeners that will be parents one day, you, you are the ultimate marketers of health and this concept of consciousness. If you choose to embody it, whether you realize it or not, because if I can teach you how to constantly raise your vibration to be the fullest expression of yourself, this is exactly what you will pass on to your child in utero and out. This is my mission because I am certain that when people have more awareness, they have better health physically, mentally, and emotionally. They have more capacity to actually have a spiritual life if they so choose to. 
And when people are operating at the highest level of consciousness that they can hold at any given time, because this is different for all of us at different points in our life, they have a higher chance of being able to be a brighter expression of themselves. They have a higher chance of coming up with creative solutions to seemingly unsolvable problems. They have more confidence. And when there's more confidence, we gain positive momentum. And positive momentum is the key to manifesting the life of our dreams quickly. And when large groups of us are in this mindset, it's like a chain reaction around us. And it's like, it's contagious, like I said, to all of those that we come into contact with. I believe this is the concept that could change our world for the better. This is where women have incredible opportunity to come together and lift each other up and change the world. I'm sure you've had the experience of catching someone's mood, either at work or at home, as they are spouting about their beliefs about what's happening in the world, good or bad. And did you ever think about why that was? My good friend Elizabeth Markey, founder of Tribe Brain Yoga, says, thoughts are electric and feelings are magnetic. I love that idea. Just let that sink in for a moment. Thoughts are electric and feelings are magnetic. This idea has really been instrumental in pushing me to create a private community to go along with the course that I'm creating for you guys. I've been busily working on it behind the scenes in between the podcasting and momming and running my business and seeing patients and taking care of my crazy fur balls. It's coming. I just wanted to put that out there. But what I'm so excited about is the community aspect because. I know there's a lot of communities out there around fertility on Facebook, but I think that that's also kind of dangerous in terms of negative momentum because you have to go through your feed to get there, right? And it's it's like a minefield of potential negative triggers if you're not really master of your thoughts. You can totally get taken down this negative train. I'm it's totally happened to me. I've cleaned up my feed so many times to try and like really be careful about what I see because it can change our mood, right? So when I was creating this course, I thought, how cool would it be to have a private community where people could feel safe and come together and create positive fertility momentum with one another? It's going to be super private. And you don't have to worry about sharing your deepest thoughts and dreams with data harvesters or being dragged down by your feet on the way into the group. So that's coming. More on that later. Let's come back to this concept, right? Certainty and momentum how your thoughts and your emotions fuel your ability to be certain. Let's start with momentum. We can all think of a time in our life when we had positive or negative momentum. Either everything we touched was golden and it went faster and faster, or everything we touched turned to shit. I had that happen the other day. I almost wanted to go back to bed, but I sit and I do a diagram and then I'm safe to be out in the world again. (laughs) Not going to hurt anybody with my thoughts and my feelings, right? That's the cool thing about momentum. It's this force and it can take you in any direction. It takes you into the direction you've told it to go. And then it has everything to do with your beliefs and how you manage your thoughts. Because beliefs are just thoughts you have thought over and over and over until they become a non-negotiable belief. They become concretized in our mind. And the older we get, the harder they are to undo, right? So like, think about your parents. Maybe they were a little bit more malleable when they were younger. And as they age, it's like, oh, you're not going to change that belief. That one's set in stone. But I want to teach you how to constantly be looking at your beliefs and asking yourself if they're true. Because I think of beliefs as coming from your past and certainty is coming from your future. They are two sides of the same coin. You are smack in the middle in the present moment and you are the conductor of which way you're driving your life. You're either reinforcing a past belief 
and creating evidence for your brain that you should continue to believe whatever it is you believe, or you're courageously pushing yourself into the unknown with the certainty that something will unfold the way you want it to. Now, these concepts are not something I just pulled out of the ethers either. They're what I have spent a long time learning from Tony Robbins and my life coach, Brooke Castillo. Love her. If you don't know who Brooke is and you want more on this concept and super easy ways to understand, you can check out her podcast, The Life Coach School, or you can even go a step further and you can join me in her scholars group coaching program. I've been a member for almost a year now, and it's really been a game changer in terms of how I manage my thoughts and my emotions uh, to help create the life that I'm so happy to have. And it's been huge in how I parent. So join me there if you are interested in this concept. So let's start from the beginning. I've digressed like twice. I promise I'm not going to do this. We're in the meat of it. It's go time. You have a circumstance. A circumstance is simply what is. It's just the facts. There's no interpretation. There's no judgment. There's no foreshadowing about what could happen based on your past experiences. It is simply the facts of the situation. It would have to hold up in a court of law. This part is super, super important to grasp. When I ask my students or patients what their circumstance is, they will often give me their colored version, not the facts. So here's an example. Your circumstance might be, I haven't had a baby yet, or I've not gotten pregnant, or I've never been pregnant, or I'm not a parent yet. These would hold up in a court of law, right? No baby, no stepchild, no adopted child to prove you're a parent, no positive pregnancy test. Many of you though, when asked what the circumstances, will say something to the effect of, I'm never going to get pregnant, or it's not going to happen for us, or my body can't hold a pregnancy. These are not facts. These are beliefs colored by your thoughts and emotions that you have experienced over and over until they have created a thought so strong, you believe it is a fact. This would not hold up in a court of law, right? It's unprovable. No matter what you want to think about it, it's impossible to prove. Next comes potential. Everyone has potential buried like a dormant seed in every single circumstance. Potential from a scientific standpoint is kinetic energy. So it's stored energy waiting to come to life to animate or move something. And all humans are created equal in their ability to exercise their potential, right? But here's where we aren't created equal. It's what we think about our potential. Our thoughts about our potential or what we think will happen is where we get hung up. This is where we are not equal. This is where we've been conditioned by life and our parents and all of our potential can really become a dirty word, right? I remember my mom saying that to me, like, don't date a man with potential. And what she really meant to say was, don't date a man that doesn't exercise his potential, right? He's not master of harnessing it. So because 70% of our thoughts are on repeat, yes, you heard me, they're on repeat, 70%. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. It's a lot of thoughts on repeat that are not original and creative. They're like a broken record that are based on past experiences playing over and over in our brains. And our brains love evidence, good or bad. They want evidence to create that belief. And they think that that's certainty, our brains do. But certainty based on your past experience is just belief that we've created. Real certainty comes from daring to believe in the future circumstance you haven't yet created. And that, my friends, is challenging if you don't practice it on a daily basis. So you might be saying, if everything has potential, why isn't everyone taking positive action? It's a very good question. 
The answer to that is negative emotion. That is a reaction to your thoughts. Fear being one of the main ones that kind of clogs up the works and gets in the way, either paralyzing you into being frozen and taking no action despite how good your potential is, or it goats us into doing something negative with little action going backwards because we're scared. We're so scared of how we might feel if it doesn't happen. We'd rather create a reality where it doesn't happen than risk feeling bad. I see this happen with my fertility patients all the time, especially the ones that it's gone on a long time or there's been miscarriage or, you know, just kind of a lot of negative momentum. They're terrified. They're terrified that they will believe something and then be wrong. And my thing is, who cares? Dare to be wrong. The kicker is, is that you still feel bad. You feel horrible either way. You feel even worse if you don't do anything because you probably told yourself you were going to take positive action and now you haven't and you have more negative fuel in your thoughts about how you talk to yourself of like, God, you can never follow through anything and why can't you just do this one thing? I mean, the way that our brains work, right? The way we talk to ourselves is terrible. It's oftentimes like something we would never say out loud to someone else. But when we give it this negative momentum, we just fuel those negative thoughts and we get stuck. So either way, you feel bad. This is stark reality of life is learning to like deal with negative emotion, right? And to dig deep enough to actually be courageous and overcome that and to dare to be certain. So you have a circumstance and you have your potential buried inside that circumstance. Then you have the thoughts about your potential or a thought about how you think that circumstance will go down. Thoughts trigger a habituated emotional response. The emotion creates a feeling that colors our action or the steps that we take in that circumstance. Our actions create our reality, or rather they shift our circumstance, and then that becomes more evidence for our brains about our beliefs based on our past or our certainty about the future and the cycle continues. You can have it either way. So let's go back to my example for a second. You haven't had a child. Your potential is unlimited to have one. Even if you don't have a uterus, there's a creative solution of surrogacy or adoption. It exists. It's possible. Even if your brain is like telling you right now, like, oh, I don't have the money for that, or I don't want a surrogate, or like it's immediately fueling why it can't happen, right? Just humor me. There is a possible creative solution there. It could happen. There are ways to becoming a parent. Then you have your thoughts about this circumstance, which may be along the lines of, This is never going to happen for us. And this gets reinforced with each failed attempt, each period, each terrible retrieval. Maybe you get some knowledge and some lab tests and it comes back not so great. Or God forbid your partner has issues and you're totally not in control of that. So then come more negative emotions triggered by these thoughts, right? Intense fear, anger, sadness, worry, apathy, rage. Pick your poison. It's usually our go-to negative emotion. We might even say, it's how I'm wired. I just, I'm an angry person, or I I worry. It's how I'm wired. But really the wiring has to do with your thoughts and your emotions, specifically what you learned around the ages of five and 15, when your brain was trying to figure out how the world worked. This is when you develop this said wiring that is now plaguing you. So think about what happens when you then have negative emotion. You're much less likely to take action on things that make you feel better because of momentum. 
in this case, is negative momentum, right? You might have had that glass of wine because your brain says, oh, it's not going to happen this month. Go ahead and indulge. You deserve this. Or you might binge on carbs so that you can feel better for a moment. You get that dopamine hit and you just, for a moment, you don't feel quite so bad, but then you come crashing back down and it reinforces itself. Or you tell your partner like, oh, I'm just not in the mood to have sex with you today. Or even worse, you go through the act half in, half out, not present, daydreaming about something else until it's over. I ask you, does that serve you? It only serves to create more negative emotion. Remember, I mentioned it's contagious. So think about your partner. Think about what happens to them when they are in this state or to you when you are in this state. Maybe it's reversed and you're the optimist and the motivator in the relationship. It's leaky. It's contagious. It's no bueno, whichever way you slice it, if it's negative momentum. The key to creating positive momentum is thought management and living from a place of certainty of your future self as though it has already happened. You have to be courageous enough to let yourself visualize and feel what it will be like when it happens. You have to exercise your imagination. Then you have to ask yourself, what actions would I have to take to make it happen? What would I have to feel to make those actions happen? What would I have to think in order to elicit that positive feeling or that emotion? You essentially work the cycle backwards and begin to practice thinking, emoting, and acting as if it has already happened. And when it gets hard to think or feel positive thoughts and emotions, I want you to imagine your child sitting next to you. What would you want to teach them about their ability to think and feel positively about themselves by being your own example? You have to start practicing before they're here if you want to be the best teacher, and I know you do. You have to start living this. You have to create the path for them to get here by doing these things. I'm going to break this down in the diagram I promised you over in the show notes on ladypotions.com. You can literally just search certainty or episode 52 in the diagram and it'll come up in the show notes so that you can print this out, fill it out, do it every day. I do this most days, especially when I'm struggling with something. I just give myself, my mind, the ability to get out of that negative momentum and see and feel what it would be like to be certain that something could end in a positive way. And then I practice that and I am not perfect I have to go back to this over and over and over. And I get lots of opportunity in my family with four boys and my husband to practice this because like I said, it's leaky, right? So somebody has to be the cheerleader. Somebody has to be the positive one that is like constantly going, no, 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 no. We're going to take forward motion now, right? So I know that this isn't easy, but I also know that it is simple concept and that you should practice it every day if you want to change the way you feel about your fertility and ultimately create the family that you desire. So meditation or mindfulness, right? This is a mindfulness episode is really the key to helping you in this process, not only diagramming and writing it down and thinking about it, but we have to feel it, right? And we have to observe our thoughts. So meditation or mindfulness, as you've heard me say, probably at nauseum, if you listen to the show, helps you slow down your thoughts long enough to be able to observe them, helps you to understand that they trigger your emotions, which are largely habitual. And the biggest thing that the meditation does is to help you see your brain is sometimes a liar and sometimes it's stuck in the past. No matter how much of a like in the moment future oriented person you think you are, I guarantee there is some operating system happening in your brain from the past. It's biology. It happens. And 
your brain can't see into the future. So it literally will base all of your thoughts off your past experiences. So if you've never achieved anything before, if you've never been pregnant or you haven't given birth or your, your brain is going to try and tell you over and over, it's not possible until it becomes this like hidden belief. And this is why I teach meditation to so many of my patients and my students, because it's hidden and we have to like extract it up and we have to be calm enough to just observe it and not judge it and see, oh, that's there. I have to pull that out. So if you've ever asked someone like, hey, what are you thinking right now? Probably your partner, right? And your partner's like, ooh. But let's just say a girlfriend. Like maybe you ask your girlfriend, what are you thinking? A lot of times she will tell you what she's feeling. We skip the thought. We're literally going so fast. We don't know what we're thinking, but we know that intense emotion. We know that feeling that's been created by the thought, and that's what we're fixated on. And that's got to understand what thought triggers that, right? In order to change the feeling. Otherwise, you can't just change the thought if you've got this old thought in there, this old programming running and creating negative emotions, you'll feel like a crazy person. You have to understand what the thought is that triggered that feeling. And so when we meditate, we have thoughts, right? We have lots of them. Some mornings I have more than others. This is totally normal. This is the practice of meditation is to observe them to not buy into them, to not go into that conversation with yourself, to flex the muscle of the mind and your ability to actually watch them without judgment, without buying into them as truth. So that at a later time, when you're doing one of these diagrams, you can question if they are true or not. You use the thought that you have uncovered in your meditation in your diagram and dissect it to see how it's affecting you positively or negatively. So we're going to harness the power of your brain to use the future to help it rectify its belief or create certainty in your future ability to become a parent with our meditation today. Because as I said, certainty is the fuel that will keep you going when you're trying to conceive and your brain wants to tell you that it's never happened. It is the currency that you need to cultivate every damn day. We're going to do a little exercise first so you can see what I'm talking about before we get into the meditation. I want you to see this like really quickly too. And I want you to share this with your partner if you're trying to explain why you're doing this thing because your brain in this exercise is pretty cool because it's going to prove to you your brain doesn't actually know the difference between your body physically doing something and your brain imagining that it's doing something as long as you attach a feeling to it. So you can see this on an MRI. You can tell a person laying in an MRI machine, laying perfectly still to imagine throwing a basketball and to feel the elation of it going into the basket of scoring or missing, whichever experiment you want to do. And what you'll see is the same parts of the brain, the motor sensory lines that control the hands and the feet and the emotion part of the brain, they light up, right? This is one of the concepts that actually got me interested in meditation. And as an undergraduate at the University of Florida, I thought that this was so cool that the brain actually didn't understand the difference between the reality of physically doing something and thinking and feeling that it was doing something, which meant it also didn't really understand the difference of time, that time was not real. And so this kind of started me down this whole rabbit hole. But in this exercise, you're going to, I'm going to prove to you that this is true. So as long as you aren't driving, this won't work. If you're driving a car, you'll have to wait for this little piece of proof you can do it in the gym. Nobody knows that you're listening to me, right? They're just thinking you're doing a weird stretch. So stand up, okay? And what I want you to do is I want you to lift your arm out straight in front of you with your index, your pointer finger sticking out. 
I want you to actually physically turn your body with your arm out straight all the way around behind you as far as you can, as far as you can, right? And just take note of where that is. And then come back to center and let your arm down. Now I want you to close your eyes and I want you to stand there for a second. And I want you to leave your arm at your side, but I want you to imagine lifting your arm up in front of you with your finger pointing out. Imagine turning all the way around like you just did, but this time you go about 25% further and it feels effortless. It feels super easy. Nothing hurts in your ribs. You're like Gumby. Now come back to center. Imagine dropping your arm down and you're like, wow, I feel kind of stretched out. Now imagine lifting your arm again out in front of you with your finger pointing. Imagine going about 50% further than you did last time. So you're like 75% turned around and nothing hurts. It feels amazing. You're like, wow, I can't believe how flexible I am. This is great. Then you come all the way back around and drop your arm. Now this time you take it even further. You imagine lifting up your arm in front of you straight, finger pointing out, turning all the way around, and you look like a crazy yogi right now because your finger has almost made a complete revolution of yourself. You can see over your opposite shoulder. Nothing hurts. Feels amazing. Come back to center and drop your arm. Now try again. Physically try again this time. Lift up your arm straight out in front of you, finger pointed. And now as you exhale, turn all the way around as far as you can. And just notice how much further you went than the first time. Now, do you think that doing that once really unlocked that much more flexibility? Or do you think that your brain firing actually told your body that, hey, let's be more flexible? That's pretty cool, right? So 80% of the people that do this exercise three times, attaching that feeling, right? Not just thinking about it, but the feeling will go 25% further when they try it again physically. So imagine if you could get a return, a 25% return on your actions, simply by imagining that it already happened. This is what we're going to do today in our meditation. We're going to imagine and feel our way through being a parent. You have to feel, not just think though. Remember, the brain values emotions and feelings over thoughts any day. And for those of you who are instantly paralyzed by fear when I told you what we were going to do, Stop it. You are not your thoughts. You have thoughts and they are stuck in the past. They're creating an emotion of fear. And I want you to imagine you have thoughts and they are stuck in the past right now in this moment. And they're creating the emotion of fear, trying to paralyze you into not doing anything. So what? What if you don't imagine it and it never happens anyways? Whose butt are you going to kick then? yours for not trying. You literally have nothing to lose except your fear and you might just gain a child. So let's do this. Let's create enough certainty to buy your way through the touch moments so that you can actually keep taking action in the correct direction, making positive momentum until you create your ultimate certainty of delivering a healthy baby or becoming a parent in whichever way That is for you. Find a place to sit comfortably or lie down, whichever is more comfortable for you. 
want you to begin to follow your breath with that part of your mind that's listening to my voice. This is the real you. Your thoughts are still going, but who's listening? Let your thoughts continue, but just hand over the reins to that part of your mind that's listening. The witness, the observer, the real you. I want you to imagine that this part of you, your awareness, I want you to imagine it as a brilliant ball of light in your head. Maybe you give it a color. I want you to direct it to your third eye or that part of your head just between your eyebrows in the very center of your head. Now let it sit there this ball of light and just observe, just watch it as it ebbs and flows. Maybe it expands with your inhale and shrinks with your exhale. Or maybe the color gets brighter and then softer. Or maybe it tingles in this part of your head or feels warm. Just observe what's true for you. This energetic part of you where this ball is sitting is your ability to see with more than your eyes and to feel with more than your skin and to hear with more than your ears. It is where your gentle knowing lies within you. Let it absorb this quality of your intuition, of your ability to just know the truth without thinking about what the truth is. And then ever so softly, I want you to begin to maneuver that ball of light, that part of you, your awareness, move it down into your throat, in the middle of your neck. Maybe you see its color again, or you feel it's tingling, or maybe you just feel a fullness in your throat. As it sits here in this energetic powerhouse of your ability to create your ability to create abundance, to manifest. I want you to infuse it with the vision of what it would feel like as you told somebody, I'm pregnant, or our child is finally coming. Feel the excitement Let it, let it flow through you, even if it's intense. See the smile on their face. Feel their warm embrace as they pull you close, excited for you that this is finally happening. Feel the sense of relief of being able to tell someone. To be able to let them know maybe why you've been absent for as long as you have because you've been working towards this. That whatever emotion, whatever positive emotion it is, flow through you. Remember this feeling. Now gently begin to guide that ball of light down into your heart. 
it sit in the center of your chest and just notice it, observe its feelings as it absorbs your potential to experience joy, harmony. Let it fill up your chest with these feelings of gratitude, of what it will feel like when it's finally here, that it was all worth it to hold your baby in your arms. Now move that ball of light infused with all of these positive feelings. Move it down into your solar plexus, that area where your ribs come together about a handbreadth above your belly button. Maybe you feel some warmth or some tingling. This is where your Agni or your fire lives, your ability to take action, your will to keep going. Let it infuse with your will. Let it grow stronger and stronger and stronger. As you feel what it's like to take positive actions towards becoming a parent. As you feel what it's like to gain positive momentum until you're there in the future standing there holding your baby. As you imagine the will to keep taking positive action to teach your child what it means to live a healthy vibrant life. Now move that ball down just a little bit further into your second chakra, about a handbreadth below your belly button. The area that controls all your reproductive organs. Your ability to be a magnet for positive emotion, positive experience. Just feel what it would be like if everything clicked into place and all of a sudden the right practitioners, the right timing, the right merging with your partner to create a child out of love. Everything happened effortlessly to get you there. Imagine what it would feel like to just be elated that everything was humming along, that you were creating the reality of your dreams. And then finally push that ball down into your root chakra at the base of your spine. Let it entangle and intertwine with your DNA, your ancestors, Let that energy split and move down both legs as if you were growing roots at the bottoms of your feet, helping you to feel stable as you go through this transformation, because transformation is necessary to get somewhere different. Let it ground you, let it root you, let it make you feel flexible like bamboo swaying in the wind, never breaking. No matter how strong the winds of change are, that you simply just bounce back 
feel the certainty that a tree has that it will just continue to grow. The certainty that it will grow closer and closer and closer to the light. And then let that go. And before you open your eyes, just take a moment to observe the change that you've created internally. Notice that you're vibrating at a different speed, a different pace. You might even be overflowing with positive feelings. Just sit with that. Sit with that for a minute and come back to this. When your brain gets hairy, when your brain wants to tell you it's not possible or it's not going to happen, just take a minute and go into your future self. Visualize what it feels like to have happened already. Remember to embody those positive feelings. Let them be your currency for certainty. Let it fuel your momentum. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Fertile Minds Radio, hosted at www.ladyportions.com, where you'll find past episodes, show notes, and free meditations. If you've benefited from what you've heard, leave a comment or review so it makes it easier for others to find this valuable wisdom. Let's help elevate each other. Thanks for listening.